Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 52, our anniversary episode. Woo! I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettis, and with me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella. Titanium! Professor, take well, us to school. We got a full classroom today. Yes. Uh, welcome back, by the way. Uh, we had Thank a you. China Dial uh Titanium uh, Tony Estrella yeah. was a China doll last da- week. Down for the count. Down, for, down the count. for the count. But you know what? Uh, we went 51 weeks without missing a week. And uh, hey, you know, sometimes stuff happens. Shit right? happens. Exactly. But we're back. We're back with our we're anniversary, uh, one-year anniversary show. Uh, we have a live audience here at Mustang Sally's Brewery in Chantilly. Thank you very much, Mustang Sally's, for, for uh, hosting us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we're coming to you live from the tasting room at Mustang Sally Brewery in Chantilly, Virginia. If you want to check them out online, go to their website, msbrewing.com. They've got incredible, great-tasting beers they make here in-house. They do periodic releases of new brews, and they're awesome, and, and it's a really fun place to be. I've got a bunch of friends of mine that come here every Thursday night for trivia, so come on Thursday nights for trivia. Come check them out here. They have a about 13 pinball machines in house as well. So if you're into pinball, they got a pinball league on Tuesday nights. Great place to breathe. A lot of superhero pinballs too. I yeah, see over there. Great That's environment. All I'm digging that. Uh, wide open. It's a really safe and friendly environment here. So thank you to Mustang Sally's for hosting us today. Yeah, strap on your nerd hat. Come play a pinball machine. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know we've got a you know being our anniversary episode we we got a lot of people to thank. You know we wouldn't have not been able to do this without a lot of different people. So. Let's take some time to thank the people that have gotten us to this point one year into this process, right? So I I did check it out. Our first episode was posted on January 3rd of 2021. So we're just past the one year mark now of of doing this. So 52 weeks in, you know, pretty good that we we made it this far. Is it a labor of love? (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know, to speak of that, Titanium and I started this because, you know, a lot of the people in the room here are very well aware every time we'd get together for dinner or a party or something, Titanium and I are over in the corner talking about comic book movies and stuff, and everybody's like, why don't you guys just, like, get a room or something? And we're like, you know what? We should just do a podcast. Well, Sean, Sean Kelly's here. What do you say, Sean? Nerd time. Nerd time. <laughs> so so we, we said, hey, you know what? We spend an hour at least talking about this every week anyway. Why don't we just record it? And uh, that's what we've been doing. And, and you know what? We've always said if we weren't doing it for fun, we shouldn't be doing it. And that's why we're doing it. Right? Absolutely. And to be honest with you, we really just do it for fun because yeah. all three listeners, you and I included, um, really don't enjoy it as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a lot of people to thank for this. Uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, we should thank our wives. You know, my wife, Betsy... Never understood why I read comic books, never understood why I collected comic books, and definitely didn't understand why I still had them all. Um, but she, yeah, but she, she kind of did understand why this podcast was important. And you know what? For us to get together every week, take a, you know, a, a couple hours every week to do this podcast, and you know, sometimes it didn't always fit into the schedule. You know, I really thank her for her support and, and everything she's done. So thank you. Absolutely. Honey. Thank you, Betsy. Thank you, Nancy, for supporting the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. And, and, and Wait until po- she sees the bill from this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh. Exactly. And we want to thank all of the friends we have here. We've got about 25, 30 people here came up the show to show up to support the show. I mean, gosh, what a great show up showing of some support here and all of you that have subscribed and liked so and, and, and followed us and, and really given us encouragement throughout the months. Uh, it's been great. I really appreciate it as well as our kids, you know, Hey, you guys have been talking about us to, to your friends and getting the word out there. So we really appreciate that as well. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you. Everybody, the family, friends, Thank you for coming. And, and also the, the subscribers. I mean, I don't think when we started this journey a year ago, we would have said we have about a little over 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's kind of insane. I mean, that's pretty amazing. So thank Who you, YouTube. Who are these people? Exactly. What are they doing? <laughs> but thank you, YouTube. We really appreciate you subscribing to the channel and, and watching the videos every week and, and downloading our podcast. It means a lot. I mean, it means that what we do has some value to somebody, right? So, somebody. I just don't know yeah, who, but somebody. Right. 
And then we want to thank those companies out there that have sponsored us throughout the, the, the year as well. Uh, Franco Day from Preston's Pharmacy is here. Hey, he, Franco Day from Preston's Pharmacy. Uh, you know, we, we, we've said this when he sponsored our show. We said, look, these guys are doing the, the good work out there to get vaccines. Into They're the real arms. heroes. Right. I mean, vaccine, he's been inundated with COVID-19 tests here the last several weeks. You know what? You guys do such great work. And, and thank you for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, we want to thank Gooder Sunglasses, but, you know, they were a great supporter of ours. Yeah, Gooder Sunglasses. Thank you. Fantastic. We actually have a giveaway, uh, Gooder yeah. Sunglasses, today. Uh, BSB Swag, man. That BSB, BSB Swag. You know, BSB did a great job, gave us some hats and shirts. I mean, they make some good quality stuff, so go check them out. BSB Swag, that they're fantastic. Uh, as well as our friends, our big friends, Home of the Man Band, Corn on the Cob. Studio GG Studios. Studio GG Studios, of Studio course. Studio GG Studios. So what people don't really know, and we've talked about them every week, and they've been a, a really big supporter of ours, you know, they created our theme song. Yeah, they've they did. They've done a lot of our graphics, and the support that they've given us from day one has been... Tremendous. We, we would, would not have gotten this off the ground without their help. So thank Absolutely. you, Studio GG. They're, check them out. They're on Facebook now. They just launched their new Facebook page. And in honor of our one-year... Anniversary show, they have just launched a superhero song called Black Viper. Black Viper. Check it out. It's haunting. It's a little disturbing, but it's exciting. You should check it out. Black Viper, Facebook Now, Studio GG Studios. Thank you, you lovely bastards. Yes. Talk about a parental advisory. There might be one for Black Viper. No, no, no. It's not inappropriate. It's just haunting. <laughs> His voice is haunting and could give you nightmares. And we had one other big sponsor this year. Uh, our, our friend Matt Walter did sponsor the show a few times. And, and oh, I, I would be remiss in Matt Walter. not, you know, celebrating that sponsorship oh, with are you kidding me? a fireball shot. Of course, this is our anniversary episode, so we do have to. Uh, so Matt Walter sponsored the show, gave us a couple of bucks for the show, sponsored two shows. But his request was that we did a fireball shot live on our podcast and I was so angry at him, but in honor of Matt Walter, crack oh, it open, you son of a. <laughs> Cheers, Titanium. Cheers. Nice. Well, that's a way to kick off a show. A little <laughs> shot, right? And I can still breathe. <laughs> So, and then one, one last group we want to thank, and those are the patrons that bring the show to you. So, these are listeners that have chosen to support the show directly. They donate a dollar per episode to us. That helps support the show, and everything that they give us, we give right back into the show. All this equipment, all the things you see, all the swag that we purchase, the patrons support that, and they help give back to our audience. And, and what thank you for those that have chosen to support the show, patreon.com slash supertalk. It's an easy way for you to directly support the show. It's a dollar an episode, so you support us for a year. It's like 52 bucks a year. It's just yeah, fantastic. Special shout-out to Gavin Klingham up in uh, Tenafly, New York. He's uh, been actually in New Jersey. He's been a huge supporter of ours with some tremendous questions throughout the year. So shout-out to Gavin Klingham. Yeah, but thank you for those patrons that have uh, supported the show directly, so thank you. Hey, let's get this show rolling. Let's right, get well, into let's some superhero stuff. Let's get into the real reason stuff. why yeah. we're here, and that's super superhero stuff. We've got no new... Uh, movies or television shows we'll skip the review section this week we'll get right into the news so big news this past week when you were out under the weather we did get a huge announcement from sony they are delaying the morbius movie morbius was supposed to come out the end of january january 28th i believe sony made an announcement they were delaying the movie release until april 1st of this year yeah was that because of reshoots because of covid or what do you think it's i have my theory I think it was because of Spider-Man, the success of Spider-Man. That the, the, the official announcement stated the recent surge in the Professor, first of all, give the audience a quick, who's Morbius? Morbius is the living vampire. He's a, a Marvel comic book, he, uh, we'll say anti-hero. It's, an, it's a doctor who is suffering from a debilitating disease and has to find a cure for this disease because it's killing him. Uh, he decides to... Uh, Experiment with some chemicals and right. then inject vampire blood, uh, vampire bat blood into him as well. It ends up turning into a living vampire. It cures his disease, but it creates some other problems. Yeah, he becomes so, a superhero. Yeah, uh, gives him a lot of crazy powers. But anyway, that movie's coming out April first now. And to ask, answer your question, uh, 
the official announcement from Sony said that it was because of the recent surge in the global pandemic and, you know, people are kind of reluctant to go to theaters. You know, those of us who pay attention to things realize that Spider-Man No Way Home is still killing it in the theaters and they did not want to detract from the box office pull that that movie still has to this day. Um, it led a, another weekend. This weekend it's leading. Could so we I, see an end credit scene with a Spider-Man maybe? At, in Morbius? Yeah. Uh, potentially. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think anything's on the table now. And, and that's possible. They're, they're adding something. Some you know, some theories that they're adding Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man into the movie. And yeah. you're not going to do that in a couple months. That sexy months. bastard Gerard Leno is playing uh, Morbius, yeah. right? Yeah. Sexy guy who? Sexy guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, is that on lit. your list, Nancy, of uh, people <laughs> that uh, are okay to, like, you know, potentially? Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, big announcement from them. You know what? We are disappointed being the super talk host that we are, that we're not going to get the movie at the end of the month. But the fact is, hey, it's, it's April. We'll, we'll get it when we get it, I guess. What else we got, Professor? Well, we did uh, get some new box office totals for Spider-Man No Way Home. If you, I mean, I believe most of the people in here have seen this movie already, maybe twice some people. Um, it's really still killing it. It's leading the weekend this weekend again. It did another $30 million on Friday, which is, like, ridiculous. It's now surpassed $600 million domestically. Domestically. That's only here. Domestically. It is the sixth highest grossing movie in the U.S. ever. It just passed Titanic, which is, and it's still making money. Yeah. Right? And it's over $1 billion globally. Um, Wait, $1 billion with billion, a B? Yeah, billion dollars. $1 globally. billion. Yeah. So this, uh, this movie's continuing to kill it. Um, it was overhyped, but it was worth all the hype. I think everybody that I've talked to that's seen it really loved it and enjoyed it. Uh, it, it was well worth all the hype, and, and it's still killing the box office. It, it will end, end its run in the top five. All-time grossing movies. All-time so, grossing movies. Yeah, with a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 creeping up there already. Um, it's it's still killing it. So, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, who are you? But uh, if if you have seen the movie, I think you understand why it's doing so well. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, we did get a new trailer over the last week, and that's uh, so the, the the Batman movie, the Matt Reeves version of Batman movie with with our, our arguably one of the most anticipated movies of 2022. Right. So that movie just had a new trailer drop, a new full trailer that really kind of highlighted the relationship between Batman and Catwoman and really kind of generated some new excitement in what's going on in the, in the plot. Yeah, I think it dropped a lot of the plot. We know that the, he kills the mayor, the, the Riddler kills the mayor, and there's a mayor thing going on with the new mayor. And uh, he's, you know, he's, I think he's an orphan that has this grudge against the Wayne family and the Riddler and, you mean yeah, yeah. I, I think the Riddler has a grudge against the and he's kind of going after Bruce Wayne he knows who Bruce Wayne is Batman yeah we found that out in that trailer he yeah. actually revealed that he knew Bruce he knows Wayne who he is. is Batman I, I think that's going to be the big plot I think he he also wants to destroy Gotham he you see the explosions on the riverside flooding Gotham I think that's part of his plan uh, I, I, it's going to be tremendous. If anybody hasn't seen the cinematography of this movie, it is off the charts. And you know what? What's that Brad Pitt movie? Uh, Seven. Anybody seen that movie? Seven. Brad Pitt. Solid movie, right? This Morgan got, Freeman, Brad Pitt, and you know, unbelievable. Just, yeah, yeah. A lot of undertones. Even Matt Reeves, the director of this Batman, has said that he's mirrored his movie based on that tone so if you like seven it's not going to be a, probably as dark as seven but i got that seven feel right yeah he's and and robert pattinson stars as batman and a new casting and kind of an alternate universe or, and I, and I know there's a lot of robert pattinson fans there? Out there, yeah right? i heard yeah. somebody over there you like a robert pattinson woos. yeah if you got a few i'm woos. on the fence with him to be honest <laughs> with you i'm on the fence he's got to come strong it's so a big shoe to fill. To enlighten some people to the history here, you know, Ben Affleck came out this week and really talked about why he's leaving the DC Universe. And uh, Matt Reeves was tagged to direct the Batman movie that, that uh, he right. Ben Affleck was going to star in and actually co-write. Uh, that kind of hit the shelves. And Matt Reeves like, well, I'm just going to do my own Batman thing. And that's where this movie kind of came Tremendous. From. And yeah. uh, even Ben Affleck said he's going to be he's going to reprise his role as Batman in the Flash movie. Uh, but that and will be it. it. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be, be it for, for Ben Affleck. I yeah. think we're going to see uh, Robert Pattinson move on as the new and, Batman. And who knows what 
the Flash movie that's coming later this year is going to do to the DC universe. It could reset things, and we might see the Robert Pattinson version of the Batman yep. in you know the DC kind of main universe. Well, we know we're going to get um, Michael Keaton in the Flash movie, yep. reprising his role as Batman. That'll be cool. Yep. He's one of my favorite Batmans. All right, another piece of news. We got uh, some potential kind of spoiled casting news for the, the Marvel Universe. Walking Dead people, listen up. All yeah, you so, Walking uh, Dead people. The, the, the rumor is that Norman Reedus, <laughs> the man who plays Daryl from The Walking Dead, if you guys are big fans of The Walking Dead, was recently cast to play the Ghost Rider wow. in the in the Marvel Cinematic wow. Universe. And and that's a huge casting. I mean, uh, there were huge rumors about Keanu Reeves potentially Keanu playing Reeves, Ghost, yeah. Ghost Rider. But Norman Reedus is... He, if he's not a perfect Ghost Rider, I don't know who is. I mean, it, it, he's guy, a motorcycle aficionado. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what a great casting. Jimmy Jones for them. likes motorcycles. Yeah, but but I mean, what a great casting for Marvel to get Norman Reedus as the Ghost Rider, and it, potentially we may see him in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Wow, that'd be shocking. I I won't be mad at it, but that would be shocking. Yeah. So, early. Big, big spoiler. So that's the, the reason news. that spoiler came out this week is that people were kind of like talking about him potentially being cast in that role. And he went on his social media accounts and liked every one of those posts. Wow. And it was like, well, kind of confirmed that he had, had been cast. So that's a big grab for yep. Marvel. Uh, we've got another big series premiering this week on HBO Max. We're looking forward to this one. Peacemaker with John Cena premieres this week on HBO Max, right? Yeah, done, written, and directed by James Gunn, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, crazy director. He, I think he's got the, the formula of the superhero formula pretty yeah. much down. He did the last Suicide Squad, not the first one, but this the last one. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide yeah. Squad, He yeah. did that movie, and, and if you guys didn't watch that movie, John Cena plays the character, the Peacemaker, in that movie, and he stole the show. I mean, really he just really did. completely stole that movie, and he's fantastic and very likable, and they created his own series, and that's being released on HBO Max this week, so look forward to that. Uh, we'll do a review of that next weekend during the next episode. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that show. Uh, John Cena is hilarious. He's that big, goofy kind of comic relief that uh, I, I think he really plays well with yeah. uh, James yeah, Gunn's it's humor. It's going to be a good series. Uh, we did get an announcement. So Ms. Marvel, the Disney Plus series, was supposed to actually be the, the one that follows Hawkeye. Professor, who's Ms. Marvel? Ms. Marvel is, in, in the comic books, Ms. Marvel's an inhuman who gets her powers through the Terrigen Mist. A lot of story around the inhumans. But she has powers that allows her to kind of add mass to her body and create big hands and, and big legs and big heads. You know, she can make, her, make herself bigger or smaller, things Arab like that. Arab-American, right? She's, yeah, she's um, she's Middle Eastern Arab She's an Arab American teenager, right? Yep. Uh, She's going to be in the Marvel's movie that comes out later uh, early next year, which is already finished principal production. But that that Disney Plus series is supposed to hit probably in January, February timeframe. It's been pushed to the summer. And the reason of it is they're now doing some massive reshoots for that starting this week in Atlanta. So they're changing a lot of things. We don't know what that is, but they're doing reshoots. Why do you think they're they're reshooting? Well, we know that they were changing her powers instead of making her powers where her hands and, you know, body gets bigger. They're going to make it like light-based powers, similar to the Green Lantern. They're going to make it like light-based powers. Photon. Right. And some of it was a special effects, but I think... They're maybe changing the plot a little bit because of some of the things that's Based going on. Based on Hawkeye? I don't know. Wow, that's interesting. That so, worries me. When you hear about big reshoots of that caliber, yeah. that worries me about the well, show. Well, this is an important hero to get bring into the MCU because she's a female. Yeah. She's an Arab American. Yep. And I think it's important for Marvel to get it right, and maybe that's what they wanted to do with the reshoots. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, Good and then we got another huge announcement this week. Huge announcement. The Boys. Season Here we go. Three. Drops. Anybody out there like the boys? Who likes the boys out there, like right? Like the boys? Um, We're going to cover the shit out of the boys. We're going to so dig deep into the boys. Great show. If most, you haven't watched it, catch up on it now. The most disturbing superhero yep. television series ever. Live um, action. Yeah, that, that series drops on Amazon Prime June 2nd, and we got a teaser trailer and they're doing the Herogasm story from the comic books, oh which boy. I'll have to reread because it's pretty disturbing. But man, the first two seasons were off the charts good. This one's going to be even better. Herogasm. I can't believe they're going there. Basically, a short synopsis of that. There's an island that all the heroes, superheroes in this world that the boys have created go to this island and party, and it's complete hedonism, debauchery, and they just go wild on this island. And then they come back, and then they save and do 
crime-fighting crap. But on this island, they do some crazy, wacky shit. It's like a so, retreat they go on for a couple of weeks, uh, you know, to kind of take a break from yeah. being heroes, right? They're going to do that. They're going to – I mean, I thought they pushed the envelope with uh, the sausage guy at the oh, mental God. institution. <laughs> Chris Barnes knows who I'm talking about. He's the one that turned me on to that. Yeah, but boys, season three, June second. We're looking forward to that, and we'll we'll definitely be covering it here on Super Talk. No, awesome. no question. All right, well, let's get into the topic of the week this week. Uh, of course, brought to us by Studio GG Studios, who we already mentioned earlier. Uh, we're going to do a review of 2021, kind of year in review. What what did we get in 2021, and what do we think about it? So, first thing, when we launched this show last year, it was really the start of. Disney Plus shows coming out, and we first got WandaVision. In we the- were start for content. We yeah. were coming out of a very big, empty hole All of the any superhero All the been, been delayed. Yeah. Everything was delayed. Black Theater Widow had shut just down. been delayed again until May. We're yeah. like, oh, my God. And then finally, second week in January, WandaVision was released to Disney Plus. And what a shocking, pleasant surprise that was for us, right? Yeah. I mean, really, it did Who very well. Anybody like WandaVision? Anybody like WandaVision? Really good, right? Yeah, it did really well. I mean, um, I, I still think I liked Hawkeye uh, better, uh, but WandaVision was my number two for, for 2021. Well, and WandaVision's getting a lot of buzz, as we, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, a lot of buzz for Emmy Awards this year for you know, series. I mean, they, they, Marvel's really pushing for this, and they're getting a lot of, uh, you know, the actors and actresses that portrayed the roles in that series did such a great job, and we spent hours every week talking about what was going to happen and all this conjecture and you know the rumors on the internet it was it was crazy and it was what we needed at the time well i'll admit it that show made me a fool i mean it really did (laughs) i i thought mephisto was going to be in that uh mephisto is kind of the devil of the mcu he's an evil guy he he kind of rules the dark realm and i thought for sure Either Midnight or Mephisto, two really bad guys, were going to be the underlying characters in that. And, and it was uh, Agatha all along. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So that, and then we got through WandaVision, which was great. And then we moved right into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And these are two characters that I really, really liked. And Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan did such a great job portraying those characters in this series. This series suffered substantially by the pandemic. Yeah, no question. The plot of the series was about a global pandemic, pandemic, and they had to change it because we were in a global pandemic. Yeah. But you know what? It was still really good characters with action and everything else, and it was a great series to watch. I, I enjoyed it, and Anthony Mackie is a superstar. Yeah. He's going to be playing Captain America in the future of the MCU, and he deserves it because he did such a great job. Yeah, not one of my favorite series because of the, the it didn't flow very well. The story was very blotchy. Given the pandemic, uh, the reshoots, I, I felt like the main antagonist of this, um, the flag stompers, flag smashers, flag smashers weren't very strong. Um, not my favorite, but those two are, are standout A-list actors. I think they did a great job. The rest of it was whatever. And then we move right into one of our favorites, Loki. What a great series that was. I mean, uh, Tom Pleasant Hiddleston, surprise. Tom Hiddleston uh, you know, has killed that character in so many Marvel movies to this point. They decided to give him his own series, even though he was theoretically dead in the MCU. And we kind of found out how he was still alive. And we got introduced to the Time Variance Authority and, and the multiverse and all these different things. And it was really quirky, but... It was so much fun to talk about and watch. Yeah, if anything, it introduced us to the multiverse, which is a theme in Phase 4. Moving forward with Marvel, the multiverse, as you could see in Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, the multiverse is going to be a big factor moving forward, and we were introduced to that in Loki. So, Yeah, it was great. And then we got a, a, a animated series, which surprisingly was awesome. The What If series yeah. was off the tra- being 100% animated. We were like, ah, well, this will just kind of be filler. But you know what? The characters that they introduced in the What If series and the plot that the What If series had is still going to have repercussions in Phase 4 of Marvel. Yeah, I think, the, I think the What If series lost a lot of people. It shouldn't have um, because it's an animated series. It's really cool, the different versions of Marvel stories and how they made twists on that. I think that was great. So... Yeah, it played, um, it played on the multiverse yeah. tropes and said, hey, what if there were other versions of these characters in different universes? And then, 
you know what, we're, we're potentially going to see these characters in movies going forward. We saw in the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer another version of Doctor Strange that happened to look like Strange Supreme from What If. Yeah, right? the Strange Supreme. Yeah, we could get an evil Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So we could get multiple variants of uh, Doctor Strange in that, in that movie. Looking yep. forward to that movie. And, and we, they say that we're going to get a tremendous amount of characters in that movie that will rival Endgame. Really? So we're going to see a lot of different characters in that movie, which will be great. I think that'll be super. Uh, and then we uh, ended the year with uh, Hawkeye, the series. Uh, you know, the thing I remember about Hawkeye that just finished up, the two things, the writing was spectacular on that series, and Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner killed it. That, killed I mean, it. And bringing Haley Steinfeld into the MCU is just a home run for Marvel. Uh, she was fantastic in that series. I think she's going to be a young actress that's going to carry that role through many, many years. Yeah, I think my favorite—I I liked Hawkeye a lot. You know how I feel about Hawkeye. Florence Pugh, did I say that right, Isabella? She always crushes me. Uh, I always say that. I always butcher names. And Isabella, my daughter Isabella, always calls me out on it. But I think Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld, their chemistry in this was— unbelievable and i think that is going to be they need to play off of that in future episodes of movies and whatever that takes them i but think they will that was awesome whether they pit them against each other or they put them on the same team we're gonna see love that. to see them on we're the gonna, same team we're gonna see that chemistry young somewhere. avengers young avengers all right well and and let's move into the actual big screen stuff so this was the year that we finally got some releases of new movies you know, it was delayed so much in 2020 because of the pandemic. But finally in May, we got a new movie in the theaters. Black Widow finally came after multiple delays of over a year. We got, finally got to see Black Widow. Both you and I agree, I think, on this point, Titanium. Kind of disappointing. Eh, Black Widow. I, I mean, the best part about it was Florence Pugh, I, I think, introducing her. Um, really good comic relief in this. I, I thought it was kind of pushed. Um, the storyline didn't take you where it didn't move the story of the MCU further any. Um, so I, I thought it was lacking not one of my favorite movies, but not bad. Mine either. I, I think Florence Pugh was, was the best part of that movie. I think it was kind of a bookend of the Scarlett Johansson career. And then ultimately she ends up suing Marvel because of the way they released the movie. And uh, that opened up a whole another can of worms for her and, and, and Disney and who knows. But. Yeah, I mean, who knew Scarlett Johansson was litigious? I mean, I didn't know she would sue for that, but rightfully so. I mean, they, they released the movie on Disney Plus and it probably would have done a little bit better in the global market. As if far it were as theater the, only. Right? Yeah, if it was theater only. But Spider-Man is a testament to that. Look what that's doing. Do you think Black Widow would have done those numbers? No. I don't think so. It wasn't good enough. No. Um, then we got Venom Let There Be Carnage, and I think you and I were both very excited about this movie. We thought the first Venom movie was good, and we thought, hey, this will be a, a, okay. you know, a, a worthwhile sequel. Um, also kind of disappointing. Yeah, big-time big disappointment for me. I mean, I love Woody Harrelson. I think he's awesome actor. He's probably the best, the best part of the solo, the Star Wars solo movie was Woody Harrelson. I think he carried that movie. Um, but, yeah, a little disappointing. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in this. Yeah. yeah, and and we kind of know that they're bringing Venom back into the MCU potentially. There's some tie-ins to what's going on with Spider-Man and No Way Home, and who knows what's going to happen there. But Tom Hardy, you know, he's going to be around for a while, I think, as that character. Anybody like Venom out there? Did anybody see Venom? Yeah, kind of like, yeah, not, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, mixed reviews, but not great. Not great. Uh, then later this summer, in July, we got Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and... Boy, the two things I remember about this movie was Simu Liu is a superstar, and they hit a home run in casting Killed him as Shang-Chi. Um, and this character is going to be in the MCU for a long, long time. Great movie. Uh, I still think the CGI was a little pushed. They didn't need so much CGI. Uh, but the fight scenes and the kung fu and karate and the fight scenes in this was off the charts. I, I can't wait to see number two. They're talking about, and the director is adamant about this, they're talking about bringing Jackie Chan. Anybody who knows who Jackie Chan is, they're talking about putting him in the next Shang-Chi movie. That would be great. He's, yeah. he's a special person. 
my son Charlie and I, when we went and saw the movie, he was like, it was all awesome until that big dragon came out at the end. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It was like, it was such a great movie until yeah, a that little, happened. A little yeah. too much CGI. Yeah. So, but, but great character, and Simu Liu is going to be around for a while. We know that. Uh, then we got The Eternals in November, and you know what, people? This, this movie is releasing on Disney Plus next weekend, so you'll be able to watch it on Disney Plus. If you're a Disney Plus subscriber, you'll see it next weekend. If you have not seen this movie, it's got an all-star cast, and it was surprisingly good. I think our expectations for this movie were so low yeah. that it completely blew our expectations out of the water. I went into this movie completely blind. Uh, Eternals isn't amazing. It's very good. and it's Visually, important. it's stunning. It, vi- <laughs> no, it, I think it, I said that 400 times in yeah. one of our podcasts. But visually, it's very stunning. And moving the story of Marvel forward, Eternals is very important. Yeah, I think I think it does. It set, sets the st- stage for a lot of things in the, in, in the MCU going forward. But hey, go check it out this weekend on uh, Disney Plus. I think you'll like it more than than you might have thought. Yeah, shockingly good. And then we ended the year on a big home run here with Spider-Man: No Way Home. We've talked about this earlier. Look, the the hype leading up into this movie, talking about the trailers and all the rumors about what was happening, was just a little too much. But you know what? It lived up to all that hype and even absolutely. More. Yeah, it, it really did. And the. the I mean, look at the box office numbers. tells you people are seeing this at least twice. Uh, It's doing huge numbers, and rightfully so. It's really good. I mean, spoiler alert, we we get all three Spider-Mans in this, which is huge. It's great. And then uh, we had a few DC properties come out this year. We had uh, the Titans series that we got on HBO Max. We had Doom Patrol came out with another season on HBO Max. And we got Young Justice came back on HBO Max. And we also got... The Suicide Squad movie from James Gunn this year from DC. You know what? All of them were good, not great. It's hard to put them up against the the MCU stuff. Such a separation between Marvel and DC right now. But I would have to say, if you watch, go back and watch the Suicide Squad again. It's really good. It's entertaining. It's good. It is. Uh, And then we want to give an honorable mention to one of our favorites from this year, and that was. Invincible on Amazon Prime. I mean, that was a surprising, awesome series. I mean, my you were watching it. My son Charlie had watched it. He goes, Dad, you just got to watch the first episode. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, just watch the first episode. I'm watching. I'm like, it's okay. And at the end, I'm like, oh, my God. It's an animated series created by the guy that did The Walking Dead. I don't know his name. Anybody know his name? The guy, the the guy from The Walking Dead, who he, wrote it? Yeah, no idea. The the, the um, I think one of the directors, the, no, the producer of The Walking Dead, a big name. I, I forget his name, but he did this and sponsored and and, and produced this animated series. It is, a, it's an adult animated series for sure. It's gory. Uh, it's very similar to The Boys. It's called Invincible. Uh, it's shockingly good and it's very different. Um, I get a lot of people don't like animated stuff, but this is worth a watch. Yeah, it, it, I, I was surprised how much I liked it. But a big honorable mention to them. So let's talk real quickly about what we're looking forward to in 2022. So we know, we talked about this week we're getting Peacemaker. I've January got, 13th, Peacemaker. I've got huge expectations for this series. I think it's going to be a massive home run for both John Cena, the character of the Peacemaker, and James Gunn. Yeah, we'll get into it. Once the, once we see the first episode, we will review it. Uh, check out our review and our thoughts on it. And then we got the Batman movie that we spoke about earlier coming out in March. That's going to be one of the most anticipated One of the most anticipated films of 2022. I think it will do close to Spider-Man numbers. Really? That's my prediction. You think it's going to be that big? I think it's going to do close to Spider-Man numbers. Domestically, it will do big numbers. Globally, I don't know, um, but I think it will. It won't do as big. It won't be as big as Spider-Man: No Way Home, but it will do close to Spider-Man numbers. Well, as Spider-Man is is Marvel's biggest character, most popular character, Batman is easily the most popular character in DC, and we'll see. I mean, all the other Batman movies have been fairly successful. So he's a franchise character. I yeah. think it will. Yep. Then um, we've got a bunch of movies coming out for Marvel this year. We've got the Doctor Strange 2, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Which was just pushed back to May. So May that's 6th. coming out in May. And then in July, we've got Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, and then in um, 
October, I believe. It's or November. Is it Black Panther? November eleventh. November Black Panther Wakanda yeah. Forever, right? So yep. that's coming out. Those are the big releases for Marvel. Everything was pushed back a slot, but we're getting those three movies this year. Yeah, and we got Black Adam from uh, DC coming out July 29th. Uh, we got The Flash November 4th. So we got a lot of content coming out in Sh- 2022. Shazam, Shazam 2 is coming around around Christmas time in uh, December. To, this next hopefully, year. Uh, I hear that's going to be pushed to 2023, but hopefully that will be in 2022. That'd be great. Yeah. So, th- you know, we've got three big DC movies coming out. And we got we've a got, lot of Disney Plus stuff. Yeah, a lot of Disney Plus series. We're hoping we're going to get an official announcement from Marvel. We're hearing the rumors are telling us that the Moon Knight series is going to start mid-February, kind of a week after the Book of Boba Fett finishes. We're going to get Moon Knight, which would be around mid-February. Uh, that's going to be a huge series. It's going to set, a lot, set the table for a lot of things that are to come in, in, in the Marvel Universe for sure. Guys, Moon Knight is basically uh, Marvel's Batman. It, he, he is, he's got a lot of he's, – he's got schizophrenia. He's got multiple personalities. It's going to be a tremendous, just like like Titanium, (laughs) uh, just like me. Um, But he's he's absolutely, that series is going to be fantastic. You've got to check that out. And we're going to get that. We hear that the She-Hulk series will follow that um, sometime thereafter. Uh, Then Secret Invasion, probably late spring. And then potentially Ms. Marvel in the summer. Potentially Ms. Marvel and a What If animated series. uh, What If Season 2, right? What If Season 2. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special around uh, Christmas time. Around Christmas time, right. yep. Yeah, so we got a lot of things. And that's the lineup for 2022. Anybody yeah. have anything else that we missed? 2022, anybody? We, we, we did talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder. That's definitely coming out. Yeah, big, big, uh, so, th- yeah, Guardians Huge of the Galaxy cast. are going to be in that movie. Thor, Love, and Thunder, Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be in that movie at the beginning of the movie at least. And we know Jane Foster's coming back. We Jane know, Fon- we Natalie Portman, Smoke Show. Natalie Portman's going to be in that movie. Absolute Smoke Show. And, and she becomes... And we know Mjolnir, Thor's hammer, gets reforged somehow. Because it's been shown in, the, in, in some of the early concept art for the movie. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a big series. I mean, uh, Who's the little guy from uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, Winkle? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Peter huh? Dinklage. Winkle. Peter, Peter, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Uh, I just heard yesterday that Peter Dinklage is going to be in that. So as Ichri the dwarf. As Ichri who forged Stormbreaker. And he forged, he forged Mjolnir as well yep. originally. So, yeah. So maybe I he's heard they're the bringing one him who, back for that. That'd so be huge. So maybe he's the one who reforges uh, Mjolnir, which yeah. would be really cool. That's going to be a good movie. Frank, thanks for bringing it up. Frank O'Day. All right. Well, uh, we're at that point in the show, Titanium, where we can uh, take some questions from the audience. And as anybody that asks a question, hey. look, we got a couple of things. We've got a microphone over here behind Logan. Uh, microphone behind Logan. If you want to ask a question, just grab the microphone and uh, no, leave it over there, Logan. Leave it where you are. Oh, yep. And uh, yeah. Oh, Sean oh, Kelly's got a Sean question Kelly's for us. Gonna, whoa, whoa, whoa! There we go. Turn the mic on there, Sean. You got to turn it on. There you go. Yeah, there you we go. got you. So his question, his, his, his not so much a question as a statement. Thank you. Not so much a question as a statement. Thank God we're both married because we'd never get laid again. Which I don't know. I got a pretty good rap even at this age. I think I probably could, but thank God I, I agree. Thank God I'm married. Well, we, we both hit the lottery with our wives. We did. So, yeah, we we're, hit the we're, lottery. We're very lucky there. There's no Once question Once you hit the lottery, that. you don't play anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, but thank you so much for the one-year congrats. Go ahead, hit the mic. Anybody got a question? We're going to do trivia after this. Oh, wait. Hello? Do you want to give a T-shirt to the uh, first statement? We're, we're going to get T-shirts out to everybody that asks a question, and we're going to do trivia. And if you get the trivia right, you get a prize. All right. All right. So, uh, Oh, the question is, when are we going to see Harry Styles next in the MCU? Those that don't know and haven't seen Eternals, Harry Styles was in the end credit scene as Eros. Did I say that right, Professor? Eros, which is Thanos' brother, who isn't purple. Half-brother. Half-brother, isn't purple. Uh, and Harry Styles, from One Direction, is 
playing that character. When are we going to see him next, and Professor? What, and what's Eris's superpower, Tony? So, <laughs> Eris' superpower is he emits these pheromones that make women and people attracted to him, and he has the power of persuasion. Fo what's his name? Star Fox is his supposed name. Star Fox, and uh, he loves the ladies. He's what we call in my country a player. <laughs> Yeah, so the, uh, to answer the question, where are we going to see him next? I think there's a lot of uh, potential for him to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie, and it would not surprise me if at some point in time in that movie he's in it. Um, and it's possible that he becomes part of the next version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn has said this is the last movie with the current roster of Guardians of the Galaxy that we know of, and it's potential that Eros and Star Fox becomes part of the next version of the Guardians. And why not put Harry Styles in the Guardians of the Galaxy for the next five years? Right? I think so. we're going to see him in Thor Love and Thunder, to be honest with you. I think he's going to have a part in that. Uh, probably not a major part, but I think we will see him in that in July. Um, but they have big plans for him. You don't sign a huge mega star like that and not have big plans for him. So, great question, Isabella Estrella. Next question. Nice, nice. So the question is, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, what's our take on how it ended? And moving forward, how will it move the narrative and phase four forward uh, in the MCU? Professor? So Titanium is well aware of this. My biggest criticism of every Spider-Man <laughs> movie thus far is that all these people know who he is. And in the first, you know, Tobey Maguire version, you know, he's, you know, Holding he, a train back with as his As a webs. comic book geek, the professor did not like the fact that people knew who Spider-Man so was. So in the comic books, there's only one person that ever knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man, and that was his wife, Mary Jane Watson. When they got married, of course she knew, but nobody else knew he was Spider-Man, and his That's secret right. identity was sacred. And in all of these movies, they want these actors to have the mask off and to get some screen time with their face and everything else, and so everybody knew who he was, and I'm like... Spider-Man would never do that. And especially in uh, the Tom Holland versions recently, he had his buddy Ned, he had MJ, he had Tony Stark, yep. all the Avengers knew who he was. And I'm like, that's not what Spider-Man... Spider-Man was in the Avengers in the comic books, and he kept his mask on the whole time. Nobody knew who he was because his secret identity was sacred, and he didn't want his Aunt May or, or Mary Jane to get killed because he was Spider-Man. Great question, Kendall Pettis. And Great question. The fact... The fact that they undid that by the ending of the No Way Home movie, they basically, everybody in the world has no idea who Peter Parker is. Yeah. They undid that mistake across all of the Spider-Man movies. And you know what? I'm looking forward to Spider-Man being known, but Peter Parker not being known and seeing where they go with that. So the end of the movie, basically, they erased everybody's knowledge of knowing who he was. And the professor really likes that. I like that as well. Uh, I think the cracks in the multiverse that you saw in the sky at the end showed some figures of upcoming villains we're going to see. You saw Craven the Hunter. You saw Scorpion. The uh, Rhino. You saw the Rhino. You saw Black Cat, which are some pretty big villains. I think they're going to bring those in at some point in time. Uh, I really like the ending of that. It kind of tied up a lot of loose ends for Spider-Man and set the, the, the screen correct moving forward. So, yeah, I think we're going to see a tremendous amount of Spider-Man moving forward. Um, and I think, I think the, next, the next movie is going to be him going into college. So his freshman year of college, so they're all graduating high school. He's going to probably enter into Empire State University, which is what he was in the comic books, and he'll have his freshman year being a college student and being yeah. the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and we'll kind of see where it goes from Tom there. Tom Holland has already signed on for three more movies, so we're going to get more Tom Holland. So we'll get three more movies of Tom Holland. So great question. Great question. Who the hell are you? That was a professional Kevin question. Kendall. Damn. That was a great question. Uh, for the big guy here, Titanium, it's going to be Moon Knight. So uh, repeat the question. It was uh, what, what, what so are we looking forward to most, TV or movie? TV or movie in 2022 and 2023. And is it character-driven or plot-driven? 
Um, for me, it's Moon Knight, and it's more character-driven. I think they're, what they're going to do with, um, uh, with Isaac, uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac. Yep. I think they're going to be brilliant with it. He's a great actor, and Moon Knight is going to be absolutely fascinating. It's going to be like a WandaVision, but for like a Batman-esque type of character. And I think he's the actor to do it. And I'm really looking forward to that series. And 2023, um, that's a really hard one. It's kind of far out. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'll have to wait and see. I'm really looking forward also to uh, the Batman in March. Um, and hopefully we get some of that in 2023. But I, I don't know. But for I, 2022 I, for me is definitely Moon Knight's my number one. I'm going to steal titanium's answer which he should have answered and black adam is the movie that we're most looking forward to in 2022 the rock playing this character um and what we saw in the the, the kind of teaser trailer yeah. we got from dc that that's going to be awesome and i think it's going to be great it's it up comes there in July. it's up there for me as well um, but actually the movie i'm most looking forward to specifically because we don't know what they're doing and that's black panther wakanda forever as we know chadwick boseman passed away tragically they're not going to recast the t'challa character you know black panther we're talking so, about recasting it now who who thinks that they should not cast the new black panther who thinks they should cast a new black panther it's like yeah, a split you know, split down the, split down the middle <laughs> i you know they've told us they're not going to recast a new black panther you know what we're going to get we're going to get Potentially another Black Panther, but you know what? Who is it? Is it going to be Shuri? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with the plot of that movie. Yeah, great question. Thank you. Great question. Another question here, Frank O'Day. I have two questions. First, uh, to each of you, as youngsters growing up in Northern Virginia, what characters inspired you to have the love of DC Comics and Marvel? If you can each take that. And also, uh, Ant-Man 3 coming out in 2023, is that correct? Yeah, that is. Well, repeat both questions. Okay, so the first question is, growing up in Northern Virginia as little boys, what character inspired us to be complete nerds and geeks? Like, what turned this gorgeous piece of human right here into a nerd? And I can tell you right now, it was Batman. Batman, for me, when I was a little kid for Halloween, I would dress up with Batman almost all the time, like every Halloween. Uh, and for several years, I would use the same Batman costume. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was uh, Spider-Man. I, I, I grew up being a huge fan of Spider-Man. I think, personally, I think he's the most creative superhero character um, that's, that was ever created. I mean, st what Stanley and Jack Kirby did with Spider-Man, creating a teenager bit by a spider who can stick to walls and creates web shooters, and he's a friendly neighborhood you know, teenager who's swinging around, yeah. saving crime. I mean, I just thought it was so inventive. And it was just inspiring as a teenager for somebody to be a superhero amongst all these other superheroes was just awesome. So Spider-Man for me was, was my favorite for sure. And then the next question is uh, Ant-Man, uh, Ant uh, the quantum media that's coming out in 2023, who the villain is and what we think about that movie and who the villain is. We, we know who the villain is in that movie. Um, it's going to be Kang the Conqueror that we saw in Loki. He will be the main, one of the main villains in that movie. So Kang the Conqueror, I feel, will be the main so if, if you haven't watched the Loki series, Kang is the person that was revealed at the end of the Loki series to be kind of behind the TVA. And we're getting that character as the villain of the Ant-Man Quantumania, Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania movie. Um, we did. We also know that Bill Murray has been cast as a character in that movie as what well. What is he going to play? So we know that he's playing, well actually I think we know now that he's playing so the microverse is where it was called the quantum realm right. in uh, Ant-Man. Marvel doesn't own the rights to the, the word microverse because Hasbro created these micronauts and that was where they lived. And so Hasbro owns the rights, so they had to change it to quantum realm. So Bill Murray's playing the king of the, the microverse or the king of the, the, the kind of the universe that's in the, the quantum realm. And so that's why I think the role that he's playing. But, Bill Murray, huge actor. That's yeah. a good grab. Yeah. Great question, Frank O'Day. Thank you. All right, next question. Logan Jones. 2021, not named Spider-Man. What's your favorite superhero superhero show that came out this year? Both of you. So in 2021, what was our favorite show or superhero that came out in 2021 for each of us? What was our favorite? Oh, for me, it was Shang-Chi. I mean, I, again, I... You know, the master of Kung Fu in the comic books was, uh, you know, a character that was modeled after Bruce Lee and, you know... 
when I was a kid, Bruce Lee movies were so awesome, and to have a comic yeah. book character that really was the master of kung fu was really cool. And to see that character come to life on the big screen and have a guy like Simu Liu just capture it so perfectly, I mean, I, that was like a big home run for me. I mean, that was the most exciting thing I saw all year. Absolutely. Shang-Chi. I mean, uh, that movie... I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan and kung fu movies growing up watching them. And to bring that aspect into superhero genre is a home run as far and they, as I'm And they concerned. shot it just like a Jackie Chan movie. We've yeah, all watched Jackie awesome. Chan movies. I mean, he did, they did it the same way, and it was so, so much fun to watch. So Brilliant. thanks for the question, Logan. Yeah, thank you, Logan. All right, so, uh, Young Charlie Pettis on the mic. Well, he's got a question. X-Men. Uh, when's the next time we're going to see them? X-Men. Well, there's... Uh, Massive rumor. I defer this question to the X-Men expert. Yeah. You have to understand that the professor is an X-Men expert. So, yeah, I, I really can't wait to see what uh, Kevin Feige has in store for the X-Men going forward. Uh, we know that there's an animated series coming probably in 2023, X-Men 97, which is based on the original X-Men animated series, which was a huge home run for them. They're going to continue that on. When they're going to show up on the big screen... There's a massive rumor out there that we're going to see uh -oh. Professor X in, in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness fighting against Wanda. We're going to either see James wow. McAvoy or Patrick Stewart's version of Professor X as a multiverse version of Professor X in that movie. That would be great. It would be a great way to introduce them into the MCU. I cannot wait to see what they're going to do. We know the first mutant we think that we're going to see official mutant that we're going to see in the MCU movies likely is going to be Black Panther Wakanda Wet Forever when we get Namor, Namor introduced yeah. as a character in that movie. So, But the X-Men team, it is the second largest, highest grossing franchise that Marvel has the rights to now be behind Spider-Man. Right. They have to do something with that franchise because it's a moneymaker for them. So yeah, I, I see X-Men as the Fantastic Four. I mean, you, ha you can't hold on to these franchises and these characters and not do anything with them. They are as big, probably not as big as Spider-Man, but they're up there. So you have to do something with them. Yeah, but I can't wait to hear what they're going to do with the castings. I mean, uh, Hugh Jackman absolutely destroyed the Logan role. He Great was just job. awesome. Yeah, uh, as Wolverine. You know, Wolverine, he was just the best. Uh, they got to recast that, and they got to pick the right guy. I can't wait to see who they pick. Great question, Charlie Pettis. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, kid. Happy birthday. All right. Any other questions? Oh, Allie Jones. Yes, we can hear you. So, Allie Jones here. I wanted to know who your least favorite people and characters Marvel are because Arthur Rainier and Carson and So, do you dislike the characters or the actresses? Okay, so who do we dislike in Marvel and superhero movies? Who is. All right, all right. Calm down. Sean Kelly thinks that I like everything superheroes. Not true. Fantastic Four movie absolutely sucked. The latest one absolutely was horrible. So the question from Allie Jones is, what characters do we not like uh, in the MCU, DCU, and the superhero movies? And I will have to agree with you. I'm not a big fan of Brie Larson. Uh, I think her off-camera antics uh, overshadow her on-camera character. And I just don't like the way she's portrayed as Captain Marvel in the movie. Not a great movie. Uh, important because uh, it moved the story for MCU forward. And Samuel Jackson's kick-ass badass. So I liked him in that movie. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. Brie Larson, probably not one of my favorite. Amber Heard, I, I kind of like. She's a smoke show. Um, Amber Heard, she's absolute smoke show. Get out of here. She's gorgeous. Smoke show. Uh, off camera, I think she's a disaster and a train wreck. But on camera, I think she worked well with Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Um, so, yeah. Uh, mine has, has to be Ezra Miller as The Flash. I, the Flash is one of my most favorite characters in comic books. And to have a guy like Ezra Miller play that character, I don't think he's played it very well. And he's a wacko as well. I, I'm just not a big fan of his. And so I wish they had cast another actor in that in that role. Okay. Um, and I think that it, it, it needs more... Uh, more development, and, and you know, you, we've seen what it's been done on the on the television series. So I thought it was done even better than that. So I was really disappointed in that casting of Ezra Miller. Um, you know, the other one I know Titanium doesn't like, but 
you know, I was a big fan of the Iron Fist series on Netflix because what? I loved the character. Awful. Titanium hated the actor Finn Jones, who they cast as Iron Fist. Awful. The Iron Fist character itself is awesome, and I can't wait for them to bring him back as Iron a different Fist actor. character is awesome. The guy they cast at it in that whole series on Netflix of Iron Fist, abysmal. Don't even watch it. The characters, guy, they whitewashed the guy. I don't like it. I never liked him. I think he's, he was in Game of Thrones too, right? Yeah. He was an actor in Game of Thrones. Awful. Get rid of the guy. See, Sean Kelly, I don't like everything superhero. <laughs> Any more questions? Oh, yeah, we do. Recasting Black Panther, okay. I'm not a fan of that, personally. So the question is from Matt Williams. Thank you, Matt. Big fan of ours, Matt Williams. Give a shout-out to Matt. Um, I'm not a big fan of recasting. Re reboots. reboots. You're just not a fan of reboots I'm not general. a big fan of reboots. I understand it's necessary because as time passes and as the nostalgia of the series that they do on these characters kind of fades, you need to reboot it. So I understand that. But... To be honest with you, for Black Panther, for me, I think they should recast it. I think he's too important of a character and too important of a, a Marvel superhero not to recast. I understand Chadwick Boseman was an unbelievable actor, a real hero in life, battled kidney cancer, uh, passed away from it. Uh, unbelievable actor in everything he did. Uh, if you haven't seen 42, Jackie Robinson, he's unbelievable in that. Uh, I, I think he's a great actor. That I don't think it... I don't think it does him any dis dis disservice. It doesn't do him any disservice to recast him as the Black Panther. I think it's a necessary evil, so I, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I think the announcement of not recasting the T'Challa character was a snap judgment on Marvel's part to kind of pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman and everything he did for that character. I agree with Titanium's point. He's an important character in the MCU, and to kind of you know, basically say that characters no longer be around is, is a huge loss. Um, I, I, I think they should recast it. Uh, I'm not a big fan of recastings, but, you know, that's one they should. It would look, the guy passed away tragically, I think, way too young. Um, recast him. And, and, yeah. and I'd love to see what they do. But as far as the other part of the question around reboots, I'm not a big fan of total reboots either. Um, you know, look, they did the same thing with uh, with the necessary with, evil with the with the Wolverine character. They haven't recast that either, and it was really a tribute to Hugh Jackman. If people forget that Logan movie came out almost more than four years ago now, wow. and they haven't even made any kind of announcements about recasting that. Four character. years ago, the last yeah. Wolverine movie came out. Yeah. yeah. So, um, look, I I do think that the T'Challa character itself uh, should be recast. I don't think they will, though, unfortunately. How many more? Can we get one more question? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one more question, and it's Jim, Jim Jones. Jones. Jim Jones. First time, first time caller, long time fan. Okay. Unlike Frank O'Day, my question is authentic, and I didn't Google it. Okay. He's got an authentic question. So, congratulations on your Look at Charlie Rynex's uh, sweatshirt. I'm digging that, Charlie Rynex. That's awesome. Delaney made, made that, her daughter. Oh, right. Jim Jones' question. Sorry. Stanley question. So, uh, the passing of Stanley, will we see him tribute to Stanley, or the with the passing of Stanley, will we see a bigger tribute to him? And he was uh, kind of a staple in all the Marvel movies with all his cameos. So, how do we feel they're going to move forward with Stanley? You know, he so uh, long history with him in, in Marvel specifically was was there for for a long time. But Marvel went through some very difficult times on the verge of bankruptcy, and they were forced to sell the rights to their characters to a lot of these right. movie houses. So they that they're sold, now bringing back. Yeah, the X-Men to Fox. They sold uh, the, and the Fantastic Four to Fox. They sold the Hulk to Universal. Um, so he was around through all that as well. You know what, though? He created a lot of these characters, and I think 
the cameos he made in every Marvel movie ever made until he passed away. He was a, had a cameo. I think it was a great way to uh, give him tribute. Whether they're going to do something going forward, I think we've seen the special tribute they did at the uh, introduction of all the movies after he passed away that was Stan Lee. So. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I think he is... Um you know he's an icon for Marvel. Um, there's 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 controversy whether it was Jack Kirby or Stan Lee. Obviously, Stan Lee was more charismatic and more more marketing and knew how to promote better. Um, but yeah, he was a huge loss uh, for the franchise. Huge loss for Marvel. Uh, I I don't think they're going to do any more cameos with him. I think that's going to go fall by the wayside. But uh, he will be sorely missed. Yes, for sure. All right. Hey, Professor, let's get into some trivia question and give out some swag. Let's do it. So um, we've got some trivia questions, and, and all you have to do, raise your hand, and I will pick the first person to raise their hand. You get the question right, Titanium's going to give you a great piece of swag. The first one is a Super Talk Podcast trucker hat. Trucker hat. Look, these are going for $299.99 on eBay right now. So uh, this is a big one. All right. Yeah. This is a sought-after trucker hat with the Supertalk logo. So this movie come, this uh, question comes from the Avengers movie. Raise your hand and the professor will uh, pick you. All right. Who collects vintage trading cards of Captain America? I know this. I know this. Oh, sorry. I, I think we got Greg Vire over Greg here. Greg Vire. Go ahead. Greg Vire says Agent, Agent Coulson. Coulson, which is the correct answer. Greg hey. Vire. How did he know? Greg Vire. Friend of the show, Greg Vire. Friend of the show. Uh, actually on one of the shows. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Nice. All right. This, uh, this next question comes from the Allie Jones' favorite movie, Captain Marvel. Um, who takes care of Goose, the cat, when Captain Marvel leaves Earth to defend the galaxy? Who, Who takes, takes care, care of, of Goose, Goose the, cat? the Cat? Betsy Pettis. Nick Fury, correct answer. And we have a pair of Batman Gooder glasses. Batman Gooder glasses. We got a uh, it, it, Jimmy Jones. It's Jimmy Jones size. So, please, a large person, please ask this question. <laughs> this is a uh, a, a Super Talk golf shirt. Button down. I'm nice. You like golf? Being good at golf and liking golf are two different things. Okay. This next question comes from Avengers: Age of Ultron. Which twins did Baron Strucker turn into superhumans using Loki's scepter? Which twins did Baron Strucker turn into superhumans using Loki's scepter? There we go. We got somebody that knows the question. Wanda, Wanda and Pietro and Maximoff absolutely is the correct, correct answer. Absolutely correct. Come on up and get your shirt. Wow, we've got such a knowledgeable audience. They must be listening to our podcast, Titanium. Come on up. Thank you. That golf shirt is not going to fit you, young lady, so I gave you a T-shirt. All right, the next uh, piece of swag from the uh, superhero chest. This is a big one, guys. This is sought after. This is part of our fall collection. Super Talk Winter Cap. Okay, I'm trying to get one that I know people will answer. Uh, no, nobody will get that one. Super Talk Winter Cap. I got tons of these coming, guys. Uh, we'll okay. give some out later. This one is easy. If you've seen, this one's from Avengers Infinity War. What nickname does Thor give Rocket the Raccoon? What nickname does he give him? Charlie Pettis. Rabbit. Rabbit. 
Yes, that rabbit. Do we have anything else, Titanium? Oh, we got the big one for the final giveaway. A Marvel bucket hat. Let's go. Let's go. This uh, question comes from uh, Avengers Endgame. <clears throat> Avengers Endgame, last movie in the uh, Infinity War saga. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Who is sent to return the Infinity Stones to their respectful timelines? Raise your hand. Who is Jim Jones? Captain America. Captain America is correct. A bucket hat for a bucket head. Let's go. All right. That was a hell of a show, Professor. It was um, a hell of a show. And you know what? Thanks again to everybody who came out to, to thanks participate, for everybody that showed watch, up. and support us. It's been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. We, we really appreciate you guys showing up and being here. Thank you so much. Um, hey, Professor. Let's run to you for one year, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to another great year because we're going to continue this shit whether we want to or not. We're going to continue it. So, Professor, I hear the bell ringing. School's over. All right. Well, that's it for us this week to get in touch with us uh, on social media. Hit, hit us up via email, supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod on Twitter. Until then, stay super, everyone. Thanks, everybody.